Ladies and gentlemen, football enthusiasts from around the world, welcome to a brand new episode of The Kickaboot. We are back after a brief, uh, well, actually like two-week-long hiatus. Basically, our international break, one of us got um, Chilean <laughs> citizenship during that time, so I guess it was kind of like That's an me. international <laughs> yeah. break I forgot about there that. for Dan. Um, I'm Mike Jose Collins, it's Ryan Galati and Daniel Ramos. You guys can pick which one is the Chilean Daniel Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely not me. I am from London, Ontario, <laughs> and uh, Italian and Dutch. Italian and Dutch. <laughs> anyway, Ajax, Ontario. in today's episode, we got a lineup of all things Premier League. The Premier League is back this weekend. Uh, currently, right now, Nottingham Forest and Burnley are playing. We got that game going on beside us right now. It's zero zero. It's exactly how I expect that one to end up. But I think we're all rooting for Burnley here. Uh, Nottingham, yeah. Nottingham's had a good, uh, pretty decent start to their season, and uh, Burnley they need a couple points here, so this is the game to do it. Um, uh, so why don't we jump right into it? I got a question for you guys. Uh, some, some, uh, some odd, I guess not really odd because we know what's happening now. Uh, Manchester United lose three, a one to Brighton. It looks like their season is an absolute disaster going on here. Uh, we're pretty, pretty wrong about our second place prediction so far, but you know, never know. They could turn it around. Uh, Onana as the best goal in the league seems like one of the worst things we've ever said. He is not the Inter Milan goalie, um, that we expected um, but I think the big question right now is, is Ten Hag the right person? Some issues flaring up uh, between Sancho and him. He said Sancho wasn't really training well. Uh, and then Sancho went to Twitter to say, oh, you know, I don't like people like lying about my name and yada, yada, yada. Then refused to take the tweet down. The tweet is down now. Seems that has right. been cleared up. And uh, the person starting over Sancho, Anthony, is accused of multiple um, sexual assaults. So... Oh. Burnley just scored. Burnley have just taken the lead. Burnley just taken the lead. He said it's going to be nil-nil. Go on the Burnley. I'm thought, not even a I fan. I thought you guys were cheering for Anthony there. Um, <laughs> I know. That was really <laughs> oh, bad Oh, yeah. Wait, I was fist bumping back um, there. That's kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, so it seems there's a lot of uh, disruption in that in that club, and then they mm-hmm. go out after international break. 3-1 Brighton win. An absolute disaster. A uh, player I was high on. I think we were all were pretty high on. Casemiro looked atrocious. He hasn't looked good uh, basically the whole season. I know he missed a couple games, but... It's tough, man. This team doesn't look exactly how we pictured. Uh, everything from the wings is a disaster. They're getting nothing um, coming back. They have a lot of people going up, but uh, nobody on the wings comes back. Uh, and Brighton basically just played to that. They completely they adjusted. That's how you know you have a good manager, by the way. They saw that they have such a small line in the middle. They open up everything to the wings and absolutely decimate them. Uh, so, Ten Hag, how do you guys feel? I have no problems. Five? Yeah, I... I, I feel like I'm I'm going to be the annoying person that plays both sides because um, I think Ten Hag is absolutely justified and, you know, I'm the manager. And also Sancho very much does have a history of uh, showing up late to practices. It was a thing with City. It was a thing with Dortmund. And now apparently it's a thing with United. What I'm not a fan of is the smear campaign. It seems like they're doing against Sancho. Like and that's not Ten Hag. I don't think that's him. I think that's just United PR or something like that. Um, it's like every other uh, quote I see about him. It's like, oh, he comes to training. Sometimes he's like a little bit grumpy, and sometimes he's also happy. It's like, oh, so he's just a regular dude then. Okay, like things like that. I don't like that aspect, but I very much. This is only focusing on the Sancho. Obviously, there's much more around United right now, but yeah. um, specifically that, like I. I like the manager being like, hey, like I'm I'm managing here. If you're not going to be, you know, part of this team properly, you're going to show up late to practices, I'm going to bench you. 
like look at Pep last year. He sent Cancelo out right away. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And it's just a similar precedent. It's just the only difference is that the team is not performing at all. So I think actually, first of all, I just do want to say this. Uh at the beginning when we were pointing out Chileanness and I said I'm from London, Ontario, there are definitely Chileans in London. I don't know if that sounded bad. <laughs> I, I didn't no, just I don't think we took it that, that way. You're um, all good. Anyways, I am not opposed to Ten Hag, and I do agree with you on the fact that, quite frankly, if there is a problem with the player, um, that is something that needs to be addressed. And I think Man United have had a lot of managers in the past that would not address it. Oh, so I think finally having that. one that doesn't put up with any ish, because yeah. I'm keeping this friendly, um, is a good sign despite the results. Um, I think it's it's a very... It's a very odd season for them so far because they have been plagued by injuries. Like, let's yep. realistically face it, they've lost both their left-back options in Luke Shaw and Tyrell Malasia to the point that they had to go out and get Regulon. Mount because, hasn't really been available. No, Mount hasn't been available. Hoyland that they signed for big money was not available, which pushed Rashford into the middle, which in my opinion is not where he belongs. Amrabat hasn't even been able to play either. Yeah, they, they, they've had a lot of plague in their lineup and then mixed in with these issues off the field. It's been a horrendous start i'm not gonna say i think they can recover it to the point that um like we had them at the start of the season i think that's way off now mm-hmm. um but like they're not a 13th place team their losses have come against despite being like harsh losses they've come against teams that you would now expect to be in the picture i have i have no difficulty that under roberto de Zerbi saying that brighton versus united you've even you even looked at the past couple of years that is not a friendly fixture. No. Like, that is not They're a good one. team. They're a good team. Yeah. yeah. Man United, I it's think it's... It's four held. in a row, though. It is. It's it's ugly, and I mean, I saw... Do you guys see, like, the fact that um, the Brighton starting 11 that they used against Man United? cheaper than only, Sancho? $16 million. Yeah, dollars. It, it only co- yeah, $16 million, something 16. like that. $16.2 Less yeah. than they paid for Sancho. Yes. Yeah. Less than a they lot paid for less. a lot of people. Um, that was just an interesting fact to me, but I don't... I don't like they've they've won the games that they've like they are must wins as in the Nottingham Forest and like Wolves and stuff. Right. Um you do need to get a result out of Tottenham, Arsenal or Brighton. Um Tottenham was early and now we see how good Tottenham is. I'll talk about them a little bit later because I have some lovely thoughts on them. I am 100% on board. I just want to make it clear I said I was excited about them in our preview. It's very excited about yeah, them. Yeah, but there's there was a lot there was a lot left to be asked. Oh, absolutely. The season, and now Definitely. everything has been answered, and we are only five weeks in. That's yeah. why I was excited, yeah. though. Um, but no, I don't know. Like, Mike, like, I don't think it can all, like, you asked about the manager. I don't think it can all be put on the manager necessarily. I mean, when you're not getting the efforts, when you're having these injury problems, sure, Onana hasn't been that good, but he also has a defense in front of him that he was not planning on having in front of him. Let's face it, they have Delo and Regulon at the fullbacks that neither of them are defensively strong fullbacks they have i mean last against brighton they started Mart- martinez and lindelof in this like central roles right neither of those are like strong center backs like they're technical i guess if you want to give them that but like it's not it's not a combination i put together no i don't think it can be blamed on ten hawk personally okay um yeah i think you still have to give the, the manager time here but i mean this game was I mean, Ten Hag was good in Ajax because he could predict what was going to happen in the game and adjust before it happened. This, you have the entire game where Brighton are playing you from out wide, and he does, makes no adjustments. It was completely his fault, this loss. As much as the players were bad, he's, he has Fernandez playing on right wing, by the way, which is 
I, I don't think that's where you should be playing. But, I agree. But, I mean, like, this loss is on him. I, I can't say it's not because it was. He made absolutely no adjustments. He couldn't figure anything out. Deserby's a great manager, and I think that he absolutely outclassed him in this. But, I mean, if you're the manager of Manchester United, you have to do better than that. But what do you, what do you address out wide in that game, though? You stop playing out wide. You put everything in the middle. You have to bring Bruno back into the middle because they're so thin in the middle that literally what he was doing was pushing the ball out wide. Yeah. And then that's when they would attack. Like, that's the only thing that was not working for them. And his whole plan was to keep doing it. And I then do just, they had nothing going forward out wide. I think the fear, though, does come back to what I mentioned in having Delo and Reguilon as your two players that are going to run the, like, wide areas if you play central. Sure, but he never changed anything. Yeah. And they were losing 3-0. There, yeah. there does need to be a change. I agree with you. But I don't think with what he's given at the moment, I don't think this is a squad that Ten Hag is happy with, regardless. Of no, what and, and that's this exactly what happened with all the managers prior. You get this like Frankenstein squad of players that he wants and players that he inherited, and then you have to like mesh them, and they just don't work at all together. Yeah. So you, yeah. Ha- I, I agree, you have to give him more time. But I mean, that's this loss is on him, and the fact that there are this many issues, and I know we're saying, oh, well, it's not on the, the manager for all of this. Yeah, but you know that this is your squad. You know that these are the issues. You need your manager to address that. And the fact that they're not really rallying around him, yeah, I think that's a big issue. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, the aspect of him, like, setting a standard, I like. But, like, yeah, at a certain point, you need to ask some questions about the manager. I don't know if we're fully at that point yet where it's like, oh. No, like, no, and I think that, that, that'd be a way too big overreaction. Yeah, but. Well, I also think, sorry, just because we haven't talked since that game, to put the Brighton game aside for a second, the Arsenal game, I think, was harsh. I personally, I tru- no, but he did the same thing. No, but I, I truly believe though, like that was a three-one game. Garnacho's goal, I know it's like, oh, you're gonna be like, oh, the rule book. Garnacho's goal should have counted. He was offside. Yeah, by, no, no, I agree. But they were outplayed in that game. And they it was, were outplayed. And it was three-one. It wasn't. But the amount of teams, one. the amount of teams that get like statistically outplayed and still win games. I mean, I know that's not how you want to win games, but that was not a three-one loss. I I still believe that if Garnacho's goal counted, uh, like, probably would have ended two one there. Oh, I no, actually, I was gonna say that I think Arsenal could have tied it. I think that could have been like a one point, but also yeah. a two two, a two two draw against Arsenal does not look bad as the three one loss does, which it's realistically a two one loss that became three one because of heavy attacking at the end. Let's be real, like, right, that's just yeah. kind of how those games work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the back-to-back loss makes it look worse and you lose consideration of what happened in the Man United-Arsenal game. I don't think there's a reason to panic and throw everything out the window. I do. You have your compete. You're Manchester United you're competing for top four. You have Liverpool making a comeback. You have Manchester City making a comeback. You have Tottenham making a comeback in the exact same day. You have to be able to play it better than that. 3-1 to Brighton. And oh, the Hannibal yeah. goal was just like out of nothing. Yeah. People were memeing Hannibal too because of the way he celebrated. <laughs> yeah. 3-1. Um, no, the Brighton game, the Brighton game, I do agree with, but I also think that I think you have to panic. The team is a disaster. You have to make signings in the, in January. You have to like completely re- rearrange this team. Sancho, well, you got to get rid of. Anthony, I think you I think definitely Sancho have to get to rid go, of. Yeah. And then you don't have an option. Um, Rashford is not the Rashford that we thought Rashford was going to be. He doesn't come back either anymore. I don't know what that is. Nobody comes back on their wings, and you can't play Bruno on the wing. No, he has to be in the middle, man. That. that that's crazy to me. One thing I do have to say, I love Hodgland. He was good. He's phenomenal. Yeah. I, I think that's I think what they great. I think that's what they want too. Like that's his first real game in that system and now being able to, like they do need to bring Bruno in. I think there is a fear of who they have out wide right now on that right side. 
um, because they don't honest. have anybody. It's Sancho or Anthony, and both of them are. Sancho seems to be dumb, and and well, the, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe you push Garnacho out there. You can't start Palestri because he's just not good enough to be your starting. I think Garnacho is, is the is the answer on that side. A yeah. lot out of control, like out of anyone's control, has gone wrong there. Yeah. Um, looking at their next stretch of games, they have Burnley, then Crystal Palace, then Brentford, then Sheffield United. Okay. I think that will be That's the a most, bounce back. That will be the most telling stretch yeah. of their season. I think, though, like, you're right. Overreaction to blame the manager. The players, there seems to be just a massive issue going out in that locker room. you got to get rid of the people who are the bad links in there. I think they do have a lot of good things. Casemiro, I think, is on his last legs, though. I think he might be done. Um, you have to bring better people in, and I think this comes to ownership, man. It all like, starts from the who top, Who are the man. players you're buying? Why are you bringing these people in, and why are you giving the manager... They're saying, oh, you can bring all of these people in, use use all these people. Okay, he brings in all of these area to visit people. But then you, he's forced to use people from the past who just don't work in any of his systems. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I do yeah, agree man. with the system thing. And one player one player that I truly think stands out in it, and I actually think Ten Hag could make work, and I think it's why he's still at the club, but he just needs the time and assets to do so. You guys might, I don't know what you'll think, Scott McTominay. You want to what? I actually think Scott Start McTominay him? is a solid footballer, and he shows it every time he's playing with Scotland. Yes, I was going to say that. But he, yeah. I can't remember who's. I think it was it was either under uh, Ole Gunnar or under Mourinho that McTominay got put into this weird DM role. Oh, with McFred. He is. Yeah. He yeah, is, yeah. He's. If you look back, That's what at it's called McFred. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys know where McTominay came through the? I'm not like I'm not 100% positive on this, but do you know where McTominay came through the United system or like United Academy has? No. Like essentially a, an attacking midfielder. Like an assen- essentially well, that's, like that's a where he plays Scotland, no? He yeah, he plays he going forward more and he actually he occasionally drops into like a center back role, but they let him roam. Yeah. He is not like a stay back DM. He's proven in like the Euro qualifying that he has a scoring touch to him. He's like the leading, isn't he like the leading scorer right now in like Euro qualifying? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I actually think he's he a balls quality, out there, man. I think he's a quality footballer. I just don't think. I think it's another case of what Mike said is that he has play, like Ten Hag has players that he can't work in his system right now, mm-hmm. even if he knows they're good footballers. And I think McTominay's one. Um, I think th- some that are good are just injured right now. Um, I don't think Sancho or Anthony, even if. I mean, if Anthony, I mean, with what's going on with him, stay out. And He's just Sancho been just, bad, too. He doesn't yeah. come back for anything. Yeah. No, I think both of them are problems. Um, I think there are a lot of problems, but I think maybe Ten Hag just needs one more season to be like. Maybe, yeah, no, like, I think you're going to have yeah, to weather this storm and you have to keep him. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, you don't sorry, give up on the United yeah. fans. Like, this is, you're going to have to live with this this season. Yeah. So, what I, happens? But the, the difference between when, like, other people came in, like, Deserby, um, it's the reason why Brighton is so fun because there's no expectations. They just excel at everything. They're I'm gonna. Just, I'll great send you guys now. a YouTube video later. I watched a YouTube video recently that was about Brighton and how like they build their squad. It is fascinating. He he's a genius. Everywhere he goes, he like brings up the expectations. But you have that. You have when Klopp came, there were baby steps. You weren't in Champions League. You're working your way to Europa. Then you're in Europa. Then you work your way up into the Champions League. Then you're competing. Yada yada. With Manchester United. You inherit Champions League, first of all, which is just a disaster yeah. already. Yeah. You have all of this money that they're letting you spend, which honestly wasn't really happening before, but now they're allowing him to do it. And then you you have all of the fans. Like, the pressure over there is just ridiculous. You're not Pep. Pep, you go in, you succeed immediately. 
that's the one exception to that rule. When you bring in a manager, you have to have these steps, these baby steps. So I don't know. I think Man yeah. United is the most pressured football club in the entire world. Yeah, I think so. At least based yeah. off like based on the past couple of years, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. I know they had Europa last year, but and they but they sucked that, and then they went into Champions League this year, and now I mean we're gonna see them get their butt kicked by Bayern. So yeah, even yeah, just like the publicity though, you know, like I mean we're in the the English world, so we don't see the Spanish world, but like I feel like there's way more publicity on the Manchester United manager than there is on like a Real Madrid manager. Yeah, oh I yes. I, I agree. No, no, it is like the most it's like the, the Dallas Cowboys or something. Yeah, the Prem to me is the world's league. Like, as far as football yeah. goes? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd Real Madrid so. is obviously, like, at the top, like, upper echelon of, like, the most famous clubs in the world. But the Premier League itself as a league draws so much attention that Man United being, in my opinion, like, the biggest name league there, if you want to, like, put it that way. I think if, if like, you were a psychologist and you did, like, stress tests among, like, different clubs all, all over the world... I think Man United yeah. would be like the worst. <laughs> I mean, he he inherited just an awful situation, but you yeah, know, yeah. he knew the situation. I like your shout though about Scott McTominay. I agree, dude. He's a I good like footballer. Yeah, he yeah. just doesn't fit that system, and no. he he was playing attacking in this game. Yeah, they they gave him. Uh, I guess like they've tried to give him more like chances just in this like different system and not yeah. beside Fred and those kind of guys anymore. But well, they have him like with Erickson, and Erickson drops back a bit. But the thing with Erickson too is like. Also, where does he fit here? I know. I know. I was just saying this to one of my friends, actually, who's a big United fan. Like, I just don't see where Erickson... He's, like, invisible on the field. Like, he, he just doesn't fit as a starter, at least. Maybe as a bench yeah. player, that's was, great. But was like, he not, like, a panic signing as well, though? He was definitely a panic yeah. sign, definitely. But, like, wasn't... No, but wasn't he signed as, like, a free agent when they had a bunch of midfielder injuries? Well, yeah, because he wasn't maybe, allowed maybe he was to... he was on Brentford, wasn't he? No. Yeah, what, was, Erickson? Yeah. No, he was on... Uh, no, he was Inter. on Brentford. He was no, on Brentford. He was not allowed to play... Oh, so yeah, played, they got him from Brentford. Brentford yeah. and then he oh, became, after he was yeah, after not allowed to play in Syria yeah, yeah. anymore because yeah. the whatever the thing is, heart. The heart, yeah. 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 But then I think oh, he became okay. a free agent and then they picked him up on like a panic thing and he's just kind of stayed around. Yeah, I don't know I why he's, he's starting there. I don't know. But he's yeah. Well, injuries. Team. That's definitely because injuries. Yeah. Yeah. They do, like, yeah, do you want Mount, I guess, is the issue. Yeah, like Mount, what did he play? Like one game, two games for them? Yeah. Like that, that, that's the part like definitely is like, you know, if he was a right back, though, you'd say he's the best in the league. I don't know about that. Okay. Um, Reese James is the best uh, right back in the league. One game. Anyways. <laughs> On a more positive note, do we want to move over to Angie Postacoglu and what? Yes. Well, let's go. Yes. This is phenomenal. A comeback win, 2-1. Goals in the 98th minute by Rostralsson and Kulisevsky in, in the 100th minute. Should not have dropped him in FPL, man. wild. He dropped I think you picked him up, no? Rostralsson? Yeah. No, no, no. I, you don't, don't trust this, by the way. Is he still... Anyways, still, still Do not pick up Rotrovis. No, I mean, he's a little resurgence. I don't know, no, man. No, no, no. Okay. Um, he cried for Brazil last week. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, James Madison is going to get a team of the year this year. It's just honestly, it's it's happening. doesn't matter what, what happens here. This is a revigorated team. And balling. You can see how happy Tottenham fans are, by the way. Also, Tottenham is a team that everybody sort of beats up on. Like, nobody really cares about Tottenham. You make fun of Tottenham. Everybody, yeah. everybody is on this wave. Yeah. Everybody loves this team, dude. Like they're fun to watch. They're so this fun. Is a style of football that Tottenham has. They, have they ever seen this? I, also, I don't know. I want to point out Son one thing. So well in this. Yeah, one thing we didn't. I don't really. I don't know if we pointed out as far as like their transfer window goes. This looks like the the transfer window that they did the most research behind in their club's history, and you can tell. Yeah, 
I think they've been a club in the past years that have just been like, oh, uh, that's a name I know. Let's go out and sign them. But now yeah. it's like you sign – like Solomon from Fulham did not think that was going to work. I'd watched him for Fulham a couple times. They like him. They studied that guy, and they were like, that guy, he could work. And guess what? He has worked. Kulusevsky was a good signing, even when they, even though like he was like I, in my opinion, he was like a name signing yeah, when they was, got him. He was having some struggles. Destiny Udogi, <laughs> fantastic. Vicario and Net has been fine. Like, yeah, honestly, solid. it's what they wanted. Yeah, not as good wanted. as I thought he would be. Weird. No, but, enough, I, he, but he'll adjust. Still, he'll adjust. Still very I actually solid. Think he's pretty solid. I haven't loved Van de Ven. He's been the one that I have not been a huge fan of their center yeah. back. He's young though, but, right? Isn't he like twenty two or something? Yeah, he's young. He's got time. But what? Uh, like their their lineup has meshed so well together. This is great, man. It's beautiful. Like, I know, like, there's the whole, like, oh, like, everyone hates Tottenham idea. I'm starting to like Tottenham. <laughs> well, you got Son, who's, like, one, probably the most likable person in the Premier League. Yeah, it's hard And to now you have him. Big Ange, who's, like, everybody loves this guy. Yeah. And it's funny because it's reportedly he's kind of a dick. And really? he doesn't really talk to people. He's not close to the team at all. He stay, keeps his distance from everybody. Okay, but I also— And it works perfectly for this team. I yeah. also heard, though, in the same sense that he stays out of the way a lot. Apparently, like the talk coming out of like the Tottenham like dressing rooms and stuff is that he has given the best team talks these players yeah. have ever heard in their life. No, I think oh, I so think cool, it actually man. works to their benefit. Like he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He's like keeping his distance. He's telling them what he wants, what he's looking for. They expect it amongst themselves, which is I think the biggest thing you see in this team. Yeah, and especially with Richarlison, who scored uh, basically the tying goal in this game. Uh, I think it was during international break he, he posted this thing. He was like, you know, there's a lot of people who are really, like, toxic in my life, and I, I've gotten rid of them. You're going to see a better version of me. And then he comes out. He's got this new neck tattoo. It's disgusting. Yeah, so the <laughs> weird, like, tail that yeah, goes behind uh, his ear. It's I have not uh, seen that. I don't know if I want to see He scores weird. a goal, and yeah. he looks better. Like, he actually looks pretty solid. I don't think it'll stay, and I think they should get rid of him in January. But, you know... This team expects so much from each other, and they're all playing with fun. That's that's the best part about it. James Madison looks like he's having the best time in the world. Oh yeah, when yeah. he steps on the pitch. Well, you also have to consider where he came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the worst time of his life yeah. in Leicester in the past couple seasons. Another shout out, Basuma was not bought by Postacoglu, but he's been cooking, dude. Like and this is a resurgence of his game, man. Like, it's awesome. I know background of a lot of players. Wherever Pape Sar came from, beside Basuma in that midfield. Also fantastic. Don't yeah. know. I I don't know who he is. Quite frankly, I I heard of him this season, and that's weird for me. Fantastic baller. This that is weird for you. Yeah, I usually yeah. know a lot about players, and this one I I'm clueless. I yeah. think he came from the French league, but I don't even know if I can say Pretty that comfortably. Casual, this guys. I know I'm <laughs> I'm really a casual guy. Like you can make fun of me all you want. Um, there's like, it's fun to watch, and honestly. I couldn't tell you how many times last season I turned on a Tottenham game. I saw that they were losing to Sheffield United one nothing. I turned it on immediately because <laughs> I was like, I want to see this. I feel like yeah. there's something coming. They did not give up all a hundred minutes of that game. Like you could see it coming on. by the yeah. end of that thing. You were waiting for it. And I feel like in past years it's been a thing that like not even just them, but like these bigger clubs when they are in a losing position to like a, uh, I don't know, lower table club. I guess that's what we can call them. They, they're the teams a lot tend to sort of like back down and get a bit frantic and not really know what to do. They kept their shape brilliantly, even in like the stoppage time. They clearly had a plan for what they were doing. There was no confidence lost. 
Richarlison was still moving all he wanted to. Kulusevsky was doing amazing. There was, like, so much fight. Like, they they knew that they needed this win. I generally think they are a title contender this year, right alongside yeah. that city. Oh, undefeated. They're definitely one of the very fun surprises this season that I think, like you said, Mike, everyone's happy for and excited about. I just, think it's great. No reason to hate on it, honestly. It's awesome. And you know what? Tottenham's always been a fun fixture for, like, any team playing them. It's a tough fixture, but it's been mm-hmm. fun. And this team, like, you're going to see it. Like, people are going to love it. Yeah. Anytime your team plays that team, you're going to be like, this is going to be a great fight. It's going to be a good battle. I did not expect to, like, like, I knew I was going to be intrigued by it. I did not expect to enjoy Tottenham this year. At the moment, they're probably one of the clubs I am enjoying the most. Yeah. Of anyone yeah. Is this far. the team you're going to support? Maybe you don't have a team no. here anymore. So Come on, Tottenham. To. No. I, uh, I still need to keep all my attention on the oh, championship. Uh, uh, we are struggling. I don't think you do. You're going to pay attention to the, the league below. No, no, no. You don't need We're, to follow the championship anymore. Oh, I, yeah, no, I need to follow it. I need to really pay attention because, you know, at this rate, I may be getting a call to become the manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that would never in a million years happen. Then the, hey, we're going to end up in the sixth division. Um, but, uh, no, they're definitely not my team, but um, go on the Spurs, I guess. I mean, I don't go know what Spurs. else I can say about them. They're yeah, so they, they're magical. undefeated. Who do they have next? Never team undefeated. Liverpool and Liverpool. Arsenal. Well, let's go to Arsenal because they're going to play Tottenham okay. next. Oh yeah, true, true. Oh yeah, Tottenham. Uh, good start we got a London Ooh, Derby. That's a rough one. Yep. We got the London Derby coming up here. Dude, Tottenham has Arsenal and then Liverpool. So and then Liverpool. Oh, wow. yeah. Um, so I like Arsenal. I think they're a good team. Well, yeah, I, I, also I like think Arsenal. Tottenham might be better right now. Better. I don't just based on form. I don't know based on form right here. Like, I mean, Arsenal basically that goal was coming against Everton. But that was a that was a grueling fight yesterday. That was against tough. Everton. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, but that's I think that just showed like their dominance is like is it, they just. They're, I think yeah, their expected no, champion, goals. Champions were, win when they need to win, and that's that's what happened. It's just like it's a tough showing. Well, it, their expected goals I think was like point two one. So it, like they didn't really have a lot of quality chances, but they did not lose the ball. Like nope. at they least lose it once. Like, I didn't stay glued to the screen all 90 minutes, but the times I was, it was a good chunk of the game, and did, they just did not lose the ball, man. Like, like it was crazy to me, and I just felt like that was, like, it looked similar to City, honestly, just in the sense that, like, they're so lethal, and, uh, like, they just waited for that exact right moment to execute. Yeah, they're pretty precise. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. It's I'm interesting. Still... I just, I, I love what Tottenham's doing right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I my think, god. Yeah. I think that game's gonna end in a draw. The London Derby. Yeah. Okay. I'm it's, gonna. It's an interesting stretch coming up for all the undefeated teams. I haven't looked at the oh, very, actually, very. but um, even Liverpool. You guys next Prem game wise have West, West Ham, Ham and then Tottenham and then Brighton and oh, then wow. Everton. Yeah, which is somehow the game that you seem the most fussed about. Which is you get injuries, man. That's the, the <laughs> tough thing. And then in that, in that like, derby, it's. You've, yeah, like, talked to me about this game. Like, you're, like, going to wa- turn it on and watch Sabashlai get, like, murdered with a knife. <laughs> like, He's been so good. Yeah. He's been so good. Yeah. All right, well, um, Arsenal, how do you guys feel about them right now? Eh. For an undefeated team, I'm very eh. Yeah, me too. I actually, yeah. the Havertz thing, they've already given up on, and they moved to Fabio Vieira. That which is I think a is, disaster. That's oh. crazy. But I do love Fabio Vieira. I think yeah, that's he's how great. I should say the yeah. next I like him. Of the season. I like him a lot. I yeah. think Declan Rice has worked out beautifully. 
God, yeah. He has yeah. been, been absolutely great. balling. And he's bought in. He'd be so absolutely good on, in, yeah. on that Man United team. Yeah. Yeah. He would. he would be like the fix for them. Yeah, seriously. He'd There's, be the fix for like any midfield, honestly. So good, man. My problem with Arsenal is every team we've talked about so far, we've had something that points, like, screams out to us as, like, a huge thing for them. Mm-hmm. There's not really, like, nothing stands out for Arsenal for me. No. Like, Declan Rice maybe is the thing that stands I out. I think it's just Declan Rice for me at this point. Yeah, but, like, even, he, like, he, yeah, he well, had, like, Odegaard's that, great. Odegaard, yeah. But Odegaard's, like, expectedly great. There's no one that's like like Enkedia, I think is still below average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Martinelli, Martinelli a little I, overrated. I think he's taken a step back at the start of this yeah. year. Saka is still doing Saka things. Yeah, he's been okay. But then like there's nothing else that like even their defense, I'm like it's yeah, fine. Iffy. Yeah, it's like I I think Ramsdale's been solid. He's, he makes a lot of mistakes randomly, but he's like he he's, a, he's a great game. shot stopper. Was he, he did was he injured? Well, I don't I, no, I think they were. Oh, just, was he injured? No, no, no. I think they were just playing it. They just wanted to wrestle him, like his name? play David Raya. Raha, who also did great. He did great. Yeah, exactly. Really well, good. I mean, they bought him for a reason, and I think it was probably to rest Ramsdale. You can realize that he's got a lot of wear and tear. You got Champions League. Yeah, yeah, true. I get it. I'm just, I'm not sold on this Arsenal thing. They're in fourth right now at this point with how well other teams are doing and how down some are right now. I'd be surprised if Arsenal stay, keeps this position. I'd be surprised if they dropped. No, I'm I, just, I see I'm just dropping. not like, right, right now, I think. They're probably better than everybody below them, though. I don't uh, know. That's that's the part. It's like maybe Brighton. I don't think I could see them dropping, but like, it's like you said, Ryan. Like, there's just nothing that has like at the moment really I'm, stood out. This team wise, at least. Yeah, this may be recency bias. At the moment, I even like West Ham more than them. Oh, and you hate West Ham. <laughs> I hate it on yeah, West Ham apparently. a lot in the past <laughs> podcast, but <laughs> no, what they're great. doing, what they're doing this season, I'm more convinced by what they have going on than what Arsenal has going on because Arsenal. Arsenal still, to me, looks like they're finding... Like, even though it's weird to say because they're undefeated 4-1-0 at this point, they still, to me, seem like they're finding their calling. Like, they're finding their system. They're finding their identity sort of thing. Which, hopefully, I mean, maybe they'll find it and then they'll be, like, beyond there. But I think it's very lost right now in the fact that they invested in this Havertz thing. Um, I mean, Gabriel Jesus is still coming off the bench. I guess when he goes in, yeah, hope, I don't know if it's necessarily more. their identity. I think it's more the players that they expected more from just aren't delivering, like Havertz. Yeah, That's but a I, really I, big one. Yeah, but I, I, I think Arteta has a great. He's got a great locker room. I think the mentality sure. is there. I Absolutely. think the project is there. I think they know what it is. I think so too. I just don't know if the, I. I, th- I feel like they haven't changed enough, which sounds stupid because you don't really need to change. I think they need a striker. Yeah, like a solid. They needed a, a number one guy. To me, it and just, Havertz just was a dumb buy. I did not understand that one. Yeah. I don't know if it'll make sense, but like considering where they finished last year, like they had this crazy, crazy push. They finished second. They needed just a little bit of improvement, but to me, the amount that they didn't improve made them. I don't know. Worse, like I don't know how. I don't know how to say it. Well, it makes sense. Well, the thing is, they massively improved in the midfield, though, with Declan. I know, yeah. like their attack hasn't improved as much, but they do already have good attackers, and now you have one of the best defensive midfielders who can also just play regular box to box in the world. I don't know. I just I don't know if they made the improvements necessary to push them to the top, which to me puts them back in that little. Yeah, purgatory area. I think the way I see it is that they finished second last season. Yeah, they they did kind of bottle it a little bit, but they have their pillars. You know, they got 
Saliba, they got Declan, they got Odegaard, they got Saka. Like I feel like those when you think of Arsenal, like that's the core at the moment. Maybe yeah. I'm forgetting someone. Maybe Zinchenko or Ramsdale. Or, I don't even know if Ramsdale anymore. But um, like that's what makes me confident that they have those pillars that are like this is what we've built upon, and now we've also added Declan Rice. You know what I'm saying? I get it, but at the same time, my I think my worry may come from the fact that a lot of these players that they, I guess you call like pillars, have sort of had one season of proving themselves. I don't know if you can go off one season of proving themselves and say that they're your big names. Because how many times have you seen like one season wonders? Like, who knows? Like, Martinelli's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. Last year was his breakout season, but who knows if that was just like a Martinelli that we're not going to ever oh, see again. I didn't buy it. I feel like the ones I named, though, I'm still don't. I'm pretty confident they're not one season wonders. Yeah. Mart- I did not mention Martinelli for a reason because I actually am yeah. not as convinced as well. Yeah, but like no, Odegaard is a staple. Oh, oh Odegaard is the pillar of that team. Ramsdale, yeah, Rice, Rice, like is gonna become one, but you can't say he is because yeah. he's only played five games. Yeah, yeah. Ramsdale is gonna be England's number one. Like no way they stay with Pickford, bro. Ugh. Well, the manager is Gareth Southgate, so yeah, exactly. actually they will <laughs> yeah, stay with yeah. Pickford. <laughs> he. Ramsdale is the best keeper. It's weird because Ramsdale is the best keeper in England right now. Like English, sorry, English keeper. But as far as Premier League keepers, I don't even, like, I don't know what he cracks. Maybe top five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of keepers in my head right now. Well, obviously, Actually, yeah, because no, Onana's dropped off. But I, I, not, I'm not that quick to drop off on Onana. Like, yeah, no, he's definitely top he's five. He's still. He's Onana, still up there, I don't like, know about that, but Rams. Onana has been awful. Yeah, but like it's. But like I, I get four the system. There, like, it's like the first time that Manchester United can actually play from the back. I still don't know why people are in love with his footwork. It does not look good. I've been. Yeah, I, 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 I was saying that before the season started. That I that's got not convinced. The, that's not the goalie to trust for that. I got convinced by it, and I think I'm starting to think that I was a bit wrong. But I don't know. It's there. Arsenal's just a weird team to me, and I've yet to be. Wow. Yeah, I'm not amazed. I've yet to be wowed. But you know what? Like, that's City, though, too. Like, that's the, that's the exactly, style of football. It's that's like, exactly not, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's the same thing. Like, it's like yeah. you expect them to be playing at a level, so that's why when they do play at a level, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. they're supposed to do that. But that, I, think, I feel like that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, right it's just like, in a word, boring. But, like, it's fun. I would. It's great if you're an Arsenal fan. Yeah. I'd call Arsenal boring. I don't think I could ever call Man City boring. As much I, as I, I want to hate on them. I think at one point people love to call them boring. I don't think you can anymore. Man City has the... Tiki Tech is boring now, but like it's great to watch. It's still fun. Here's the analogy I'll use. Everybody wants to high press. Man City has a temple. Yeah. They have these players that across the globe people know that they're phenomenal. Erling Haaland, the best striker in the world right now. Kevin De Bruyne, even though injured, um, the best midfielder in the world. Their defense put together as a whole... You can go one by Disgusting. one. Like Probably the best. best in the world right now. Yeah. Maybe best all-time so combined. Well, that's crazy. Defense? Combined with the, all your center backs? I don't know. The Sergio Ramos, Pepe. Those yeah. Guys, There's crazy. a lot of really good yeah. defenses all-time. Um, Pique Puyo. But they, they have their temple. It kind of seems like Arsenal wants to have a temple next door, but they're still building it. Yeah, I feel like Arteta is definitely, and not to take anything away from him, but he did, like, manage under Pep first. Yeah. Oh, I he feel is, like yeah. he no, definitely he shaped what he's doing based off yeah. what he learned from Pep. So there's yeah, definitely absolutely. a lot of similarities. Based it off Cruyff. But like, like, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I just I feel like if we're comparing Arsenal and Man City, Arsenal uh, maybe have just started the construction of their temple 
Man City's is already well and built couches and TVs inside. Yeah, there's definitely like they're at the beginning of this era, and I I think I just appreciate this project because I think it's going to be a project yeah. that does not fall apart. And it's if you take City out of the equation, like let's say they're not in in this league, then we're t- it's a different conversation about Arsenal. We're saying like that's the total football team, like that is the epitome of how you want a manager to play football. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Like tactically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, it's very clearly something that was worked under Pep. Yeah, um, oh yeah. I yeah, mean, it's a copy. Well, even He's even taking players from him. Even Vincent Company for Burnley is watching her now. Vincent Company's trying exactly, to Exactly, another same descendant. Thing. We're yeah, gonna see the it's it's gonna be a new thing. He just doesn't have a big enough club right now with with money that he can do it successfully. Um like I don't know, he has like Matt Cullen as his number one midfielder or Josh Brownhill. I don't think he's Josh Brownhill. He's he's a great footballer, but he's no Kevin De Bruyne to work your your possession around. But do we think we might see the end of the Kevin De Bruyne era here? By the way, he's they old. have not offered him a contract extension he's until getting, he's fully healed. Yeah, he's getting old. He's injured. Um, I don't agree with that. Not great on Belgium. I think Kevin De Bruyne is the one player that you sign a, you sign a contract. I don't care if he's injured. He no, no, no. I, I, I think he should stay with the city until he retires. Like, I yeah, think he's a, he's gonna be a staple there forever. I I'm just saying, agree. like, are we at the end of the peak, De Bruyne? I think it's yes. getting there. Yeah, I think we are. It's such a, it sucks, man. We, I wanted this season so bad for him. Yeah, it is. It's it's you very see him, weird like, because do it again. he's at the age that like the only time I would usually say that like we're seeing the end of it is like someone that is like one of those like crazy, crazy, crazy workhorses that like sprints everywhere all around. Yeah, throwing in tackles, that kind of thing. It's weird to say for him, but injuries have have very much sped that up. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's so injury prone, man. Yeah. Super. I I I do still think Kevin De Bruyne will be a phenomenal Premier League midfielder when he's healthy for the remainder of his career. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, even if he works into a more stationary role where his job is just using his technique and moving yeah. forward for them, there's there's plenty of options. That he's, that's why I think it'll yeah. be interesting to see how Pep uses him eventually when he's older. Yeah, but I mean, he he can easily just drop into like a midfield section and just move the yeah. ball. He's so magical with it and yeah. it works out. Even like players like Iniesta and Xavi and those kind of guys who's near the end of their career, they couldn't sprint around as much, so they just were able to fool everyone with what they did in the midfield. I think he could do the kind of the same thing. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think Pep expects think so? a lot more in this city system. You have to be able to fill, you have to be able to fill holes. And I don't think if he's old that you can just play through him like that's the he, only he'll thing. He'll be expected to. Well, yeah, but didn't, didn't, Pep, didn't Pep work with the older midfielders, though, during his time at Like, kind Barca? of. Yeah, but he had Messi. Oh, at, with Barca. Well, with Barca and even Bayern. Messi, 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 Messi. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, th- those guys never slowed down. And when they did, they sold them. Well, that's my worry with KDB. I, I, I thought that Iniesta. Same thing with David Silva. Iniesta especially. Well, David Silva actually had some personal stuff. That's, yeah. He was actually offered to stay, but um, he had like his, I think his wife, or I don't want to speculate, but Wanna someone in his family was sick in, in Spain, so he ah. moved closer back, yeah. I, I still think Iniesta was slowing down, and I, I think you can find ways to do people, like you do people well, to use people that are No, that I, are, I agree. I just think, I, right, I think Mike, Mike has a point oh. with uh, oh. with Pep. Oh, 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 we got a goal. Oh. We got a goal incoming. Oh. Mike, chill, guys. Oh. Keep talking. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking I over at the Yolanda screen and I see scored. Callum. I see Callum Hudson Adoy running over to the, um, to the corner flag. I sorry, no, I think you're right with with Pep. Like he has proven that he doesn't uh, really care if you're old or if you're a club yeah. legend. He'll tell you, "Listen, we're not signing you back." He did that with Aguero, and that you know, his family wasn't happy. His dad called Pep a fraud and stuff. Um, 
I don't know. I just think De Bruyne is the one guy that like you do not do that to. That goal was nuts. Yeah, that was insane. That was a crazy goal. Um, well, why don't we go to City and West Ham here? Three one, another comeback. Uh, I mean, there's not really much to say about City this season. They're just, no, they're just, they're they're just City. Train, just, yeah. dominating. You know what to expect with them, pretty much season in season out. Yeah, I think every time you see they're down in the first half, you just think, okay, this yeah. game is gonna be Wins won the, by the seventieth minute. Waiting for that Holland goal. Yeah. <laughs> now he missed a lot of sitters though. He was yeah. It's missing actually a lot like it's crazy because it, he's still probably leading the league in goals, but it's not been a great season. No, he's no missed game. a lot, man. Like, um, especially last game, like it was crazy. There was this one play with Bernardo Silva. He, I'm sure you guys saw it. Like, sends a ball up the wing, and Kyle Walker just flies right past the defense, sends it in, and Holland just shoots it at the goalie, and it's like, damn. I will say, yeah. I think City was able to expose. I mentioned how convinced I've been by West Ham. I think City was very easily <gasps> possible handball or what? Um, they were very easily able to. Don't you wave your finger at me? I was just looking at the VAR. They were e- they were able to expose West Ham's late game defense issues. Uh, I think late game when you force runners by the West Ham defense, it becomes a struggle for them, especially with yeah. Zuma in the center back partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerson, I don't really know too much about. It. I've never really looked into it too much, but I do feel like he's had stamina issues in his career. I don't know why I think that, but I just sometimes he looks a little fatigued yeah. the later on games go. I think there are issues there, and I think West Ham is now at the point that they need to improve on their defensive back wall. Um, but that, to me, is actually the one spot right now that I think they need to improve. I think everything else is solid. I mean, Mikel Antonio, I guess, you need to improve on too, but he is firing from all angles right now, so I yeah, don't believe seriously. Him. Um, no, I'm, yeah. still, I'm still high on West Ham, but I, I don't we expect do. them to compete in that fixture. No, I don't. No, yeah, it's City. It's well, I think, they can get a tie. Yeah. Unfortunately, City did expose those things. Exactly. I think there yeah. was, I don't know if it was on the goal. I don't know if it was on the goal. There was just a big chance that there was a through ball that went down the, like, City's right wing, and Zuma was chasing it down and had, like, at least, like, a 10-foot head start and got beat by 10 feet <laughs> to the ball. Oh, that was, might be the one I was talking about with Bernardo Silva sending the ball up the wing and zooming yeah, out to yeah, cover. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, and Kyle yeah. Walker at 33 yeah, years yeah, yeah, old, yeah, yeah. absolutely out. But that's Kyle Walker. He's like no, one of the fastest players fair, in the league. It is Kyle Walker, but Zuma had. He had time. He should have like gotten a that lead ball. Yeah, and got beat. Like, yeah, it's not even like he had a lead and Walker caught up like on his back. Walker was like well to the ball before Zuma was even yeah. close. He might as well have just not ran. It legit made it look like. Walker had super speed, which he does to an extent. Yeah, but, yeah, but still, no, he's a freak. but he should have. Yeah, still though, like my my point that I'm making with this is that every team in the Prem at some point has pace in their squad, mm-hmm. and yeah, you have to be able to adapt to that. Yeah, West Ham doesn't seem like they have a way of adapting at all. No, like who's the fastest player in their defense? Probably Emerson, but if he has stamina issues, I mean, Zuma is not fast. Aguirre is not fast. Sufal is not fast. <laughs> No, they don't really not. have, they don't have a a, a burst in their defense. No, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. You don't need that. It's tough. You, wait, you say you don't need that, or you're going to need that? Oh, I thought you said you don't need that. I was like, what? You're going to need that. Yeah, no, I agree. But I, I'm still very sold on West Ham. Uh, I think the middle of the table right now is sort of just what was expected. I think. I mean, I said Crystal Palace would do a lot worse than they've done. I think that was just a shot in the dark by me. Uh, I was not really. I'm still actually weirdly not convinced. Crystal Palace? Yeah. Yeah, no. They're in ninth right now, but like I I I don't really No no, I think Aston Villa 
clearly handled them. Yeah, let's let's talk about that game because that was really cool. Uh, Philip House. Yeah, it was like what one one to like the eighty seventh eighty seventh minute. Um, yep. One what a thing. What a ball by MLS transfer Jean Doran, the Colombian striker. Is yeah, he was, the one who scored? Yeah. And oh, okay. Have to tie it up. He came right, from the, the MLS, and everyone was like, every Villa fan was like, what the hell did we just do? Like, why are we signing from the MLS for a striker? Yeah. He is wild to watch. Yeah, well, and then the ball from, is it Dine? I think it's Dine, right? Luca Dine. Dine, okay. Digne. I knew I was mispronouncing. Um, yeah, the ball from him was wild, um, and it was just super, super hype, and I just felt like you could see it building up from Villa. Yeah, no, it was like one nothing till basically the end of the game, and it yeah. was like, nah. Phil's Phil's yeah, got this. We're here, yeah. and it was it was super awesome to watch. You trust that team, man. Who stood out on Villa for you though? Uh, Tielemans for me. Really? He had good moments. Like I wouldn't say the whole game, but that, he that led they to some of the goals. Don't play him enough, man. They, uh, he was my pick for team of the season. He just never gets the. Oh, are you talking no. full season or just last game? La- this game, last game. This game. No, no, no. I was talking last. Just game. talk this game. Oh, this game. Then yeah, still, who was the stand up? I I don't know, man. I just like the team. I I that's why I'm saying I think it is. It's just a team. It's kind of the point it's I was getting project, to. Yeah, I, I think it's just a system. Oh, okay. So Una Emery is the one who stands out. Like, honestly. Sure. Yeah. But, like, the thing is, they made they made big name enough signings that I was expecting there to be someone that would, like, take over. Like, Musa Diaby's done. God, oh, man. Yeah, he, he's he's done well. Love that guy. Um, Pau Torres, I think, has been, like, fine. I think he, I don't think he's been, like, the this crazy special bringing in. He's done his job. Oh, solid, bro. He's solid. Yeah. But, like, there's no one... Douglas Louise is always great. Yeah. And then Zaniolo, I think, has looked, like, fine. Yeah. But I thought there was going to be, like, someone that takes charge of that team. I mean, Matty Cash. I I love Matty Cash. <laughs> the Matty Cash, the Polishman, which is just really weird to say. Um, is he Polish? Yeah. Shut up, bro. No, he's, he represents the Poland national team. He transferred... Holy from, crap. Yeah, he transferred from England to Poland. <laughs> what? He goes by Matosz Cash. <laughs> That is. He was, Are born you in, he was born in Berkshire. Yeah. There's videos of him online of Robert Lewandowski teaching him Polish greetings because he showed up to Poland training not knowing an ounce of Polish. That is insane. That's yeah, hilarious. You got to search it. It's, it's one of the funniest yeah, things ever. Funny. His mom is of Polish descent. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. He went from England to Poland and it just, no one really understood why, but he showed up to training, didn't know any Polish. Everyone was like talking in Polish around him, making him feel all awkward, like on purpose. It was really funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. So he's he grew uh, up in Buckinghamshire. Yes. <laughs> the, the very famous Polish town. <laughs> what? Yeah. So uh, that's now you know why I said that. That's um, bananas. No, he's he's had a very progressive start to this year. I don't know. There's there's no one there's no one that stands out to me. But it's just Una no, it's just a great t- yeah. great system. I, I love the project. I could see. I think I was higher on them at the start with prediction-wise. I could see 7th being their finishing spot. Yeah. No, I think we were right around there, basically, with all of us now. 7-8? I'm pretty sure I pushed them to, like, 4. Uh, I can look at <laughs> cool. exactly what I you think had. I you had Villa 6. 6. What yeah. did I have? <laughs> uh, you did not do it. I think they'll still finish 6. Did not do what? I just did it on the pod, didn't I? Oh, yeah, yeah you, you did. did. Yeah, but I, Mike I wrote, wrote his down. own down. You didn't write his down. Oh, I didn't write mine down. I, I'm no. off the top of the dome. You're have to go listen. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think they'll finish. Yeah. Six, six, seven. Yeah, I like Brighton five still. Even yeah. four. I I think there's just teams underperforming right now that are going to catch up. So I think Villa will. Well, stay. let's talk about one of those teams. 
What the hell, Chelsea? <laughs> yeah. I knew that's where you're going to start. What the hell are you doing? What I a disaster. Yeah, I don't know. Absolute what, disaster. I, I don't know what to, I don't even know, I don't know what to, I don't know. <laughs> do we, okay, but do we give the same sentiment we gave Ten Hag to Potch? Because there's a oh, ton of injuries on that squad as well. Okay, so this is like a completely new team, by yeah. the way. There's injuries. All these people are, are brought in. Um, I don't put necessarily on Potch. Like, I think the system is actually decent. Like, I like what he's doing, what he's changed. Mm-hmm. I think all of these players just like... I know I was just complaining that Ten Hag was in, inherited this awful team, basically. Potch doesn't have any basic, like, anybody who was there before. Well, I guess... But even the people who were there were basically new. Yeah. So, like, I give him a little bit of grace, but also, like, you got to get the best out of these people, man. You spent way too much money for these to be the results. That's ridiculous. I don't think I'm going to give them as much grace. And why is that? My I don't give the team it, grace. I give him a little bit of grace. I don't give him either. Go off, King. Yeah, I'm dude, I'm going to go off right now. Don't even – you better be listening because I'm – no. Um, I don't even know what I was saying there. Sorry. Um uh, <laughs> Uh, my problem with it is m- minus Reese James, which is the, okay. Guys, shut up with the Reese James. He played one game. He's no, not but, good. No, but collectively, as as a footballer, he is one of the best in that position. How? Of the league. Years proven. What do you mean? How? Yeah, he's already. He's, how? It's like he hasn't Please, played over me. the years. No, no, tell me though. What's he good at now? We've seen it, guys. It's been two years in a row where he's, the guy doesn't play anymore. Well, he's I, know, I know, I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying, though, if he was healthy. Dude, I'm high on Reese James, too, but I, this is too much of a proven commodity or a, a proven thing at this point, man. He can't play. He can't stay healthy. And when he does, he doesn't. He, he misses more games than he has assists. That's an insane stat. Yeah, no, I— That's crazy. The, the hell is a fair Mike. criticism? Excuse me. We can't oh, say he's the best right Mike. back in the league, guys. Excuse that is Mike. my point. We're over Ex- Reese James here. Excuse me. I'm, he can I'm he can go him. find himself in bet in form later in life, but at this point, he's he's not it. He's not it for me. Excuse me. Get healthy. I am not saying. <laughs> I I agree with everything you're saying, Mike. I want you to tone it down a little bit here. <laughs> I agree with you entirely, but let's just imagine a world where Reese James was healthy and he had less games missed. Wait. Yes, that's correct. More games missed no, than a no, shit. I, I, I said, imagine a world <laughs> in a world where he had uh, <laughs> less assist, or less games missed. With and actually, honestly, you didn't even let me finish my sentence because I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say you can like obviously Reese James is a big injury loss, but Malo Gusto has been doing a fantastic job. He has been a standard yeah, like team. It's pretty good. Um, pretty but solid. no, Gusto. I can, what a great sorry, name too. I don't know if this podcast, we should just rename it from the kickaboot to Mike dis- <laughs> Disrespects Ryan. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, Gusto's good, isn't it? Yeah, Gusto <laughs> is good. Thank you for agreeing with me for once in a blue moon. Um, my problem comes down to the fact that minus a few guys, okay, a few guys, that's what I'm going to say. That's a new nickname for a guy that plays right wing back. Um, minus a few guys, I think this is the squad that Podge took into preseason for the most part and I don't think he's lost anyone big enough compared to what they brought in for their billion dollar spent I don't think he's I, I think like I don't think there's an excuse in my opinion not because, to do this bad I agree no because you you look at like even recently their last game they played against Bournemouth they have Nicholas Jackson up front that was he's just a disaster by the way yeah he's not been great 
Um, but that was the guarantee of preseason. They have Raheem Sterling still in there. He's been kind good. Of playing. Yeah, he's wasn't fi- great he's this game. Finding his finding his rhythm back. I think it'll take more than. I think just he's a been few their games. best player. Yeah. Um, you still have Enzo Fernandez in there. He's been great. You have Mudrik, who you still have been trying. <laughs> you you they've been trying. It's over. Going, it's yeah. over Chelsea. But it's not working. Been, out. They've been trying, and he was still in their preseason thing. Um, I mean Connor Gallagher. You can say what you want about him. He's still a fine footballer. At the end he's of the day, he's actually decent in, in that game. Yeah, and then you have was Caicedo on the bench this game? He didn't play. But like, was he injured? Yes. Hey, I think he's injured. He's well, he injured still, his knee. Still, you've had Caicedo in what the past four games apart from this one. Um, you have this Ugo Chukwu guy who. But you by the way, Caicedo's for, been bad. Yes, but I'm saying like that. I don't think because we've seen that Caicedo is like a lot of these players are quality footballers. They signed this Ugo Chukwu guy for what thirty million something like that. You have these quality names. He's been good. That you're trying to build around. I genuinely think it's a potch error. Personally. I don't see how you can go through this lineup because you can see in Ten Hogs lineups, you can see clear holes in the fact that it's like Ten Hog throwing forward what is his best option. In this, yeah, this I think this Chelsea squad should be as close to what Poch wants as it can be. Okay, like what with, I, what with, I even s- with injuries. Yeah, what I would say with Ten Hog, who, who? Ten Hog, who. Can I read in off this, the names? In the squad? Finish what you're saying, Listen. then I'll read off the names. What I'd say with Ten Hag is he's he's not adjusting, which is something that he was great at, and for some reason he's lost it in the Prem. And I think you're absolutely right with that. He's throwing the best thing that he can do, but he doesn't adjust. But but you're right. He's he's getting the best. Well, he's trying to get the best out of the things that he can do, and there's a lot of issues with that team. I think you're absolutely right with Chelsea here. They they, they should be. You're right. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Yeah, they well. They, okay, you can go through the list in a second. Okay, you look over at um at United. They signed Reggion on a free. They signed Ericsson on a free. These kind of emergency signings. They have Fair. Lindelof and uh, Martinez starting beside each other. Martinez obviously you signed for a good amount, but like he needs someone beside him. That's like a Varane that kind of type. Mm-hmm. Caldwell, great center back, considered to be a future England number one or two, right across the league. I think people have kind of agreed on that. Um, Thiago Silva. Seasons past, I'm a I'm a big fan of him. I think yeah. he's slowing down in his uh, older he's, age. He's kind of, he doesn't fit with this youth. No, but still, I think you need that body on the field, though. Yeah, um, definitely. Axel Desasi. I, I think it's probably his last season there. Axel Desasi, I was I very, like I was very very high on after like their first couple games. I'm still yeah. high on. I just yeah. don't think he's supported by what's around him. Yeah, you can go through this list now, and I can guarantee you that every player you name, I will say that it should not be a problem. Okay. Also, like I agree with most of your points from both of you. Um, I'm definitely not the type to uh, um, make injury excuses, um, but it, there's a lot. There's a lot of injuries here, and so that's the only reason I don't think. Like you guys, the one thing I don't agree with is that you said this should be better. No, uh, I think you said like this should be the team he expects at. What did you yeah, say? no, no, I don't expect this to be the the team. But I think his point is that regardless of the people that he's missing, the team that he still is fielding should be getting better results, and the be- and it should be Poch getting results, like better results, I guess, from those. I just I think, still think there should be better results. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think every player in this team still, for the most part, was signed this summer or last for high money, and it's not like any of these guys are like emergency, like, oh, darn, we have to throw them in, guys. Okay, I'm going to read the names, and you tell me how much Run you it. want. All right, Christopher Nkunku. Yeah, okay. that, you got to wait for him. That one's a big one, but I also— it's a massive one. It, it's a very that massive one. That changes the entire— Yeah, but where do you team. put him? Uh, well, you do you play him in Enzo's role? 
I think they're gonna play him a wing, man. I think he's gonna replace Sterling. He's or a center forward, but I replace like Mudrick. I want them to replace Mudrick, but I don't think they're ever gonna give up on that project. I just I so don't much money. I don't know where Nkunku goes. I think he's gonna be a winger. So I think he would be a difference maker, but I don't think as much as you think at the okay. moment. I, he's great though. Yeah, but in the system, I don't phenomenal. Know. Yeah, but in the system, I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah, I think, but uh, it was reported I think earlier before he got injured that they were going to try to put him on the wing. Yeah, so, which is an interesting. Which, idea. I don't think that's a good idea for him. I think he should play center forward, and I think you just take Nicholas Jackson off. That's what I was thinking with that one. It's Nicholas Jackson, like the first game against Liverpool, I was pretty high on him. I was like, oh, young Diego Costa, like dude, Chip on dude shoulders, cannot though. find the back of the net. Yeah, no, and that was like worse a than Darwin Nunez. Funnily enough, that was a problem at Villarreal. Southampton was linked to him a year and a half ago. I don't know if I've. Mentioned that on yeah. past podcast. Is that an issue? Uh, yes. His goal scoring records. If you look in the past, he's very streaky. Like mm. he, Chelsea signed him because he got on a hot streak at the end of last season. Most of last season, apart from that, he was he was not. Um, I don't know how you say a finisher. Fair. Okay. Next, next. Armando Broja. Nope. Don't doesn't matter. All right. Reese James matters a lot. I don't think about actually no, with because Milo you're getting, getting this from Gusto. With with Gusto's I performance, he, I don't think it matters as much. Yeah, I think I still think Reese James is going to outperform Gusto. Yeah, Maybe but you also you look at their game against. I mean, I I I I'm using player ratings here, not like FIFA player ratings, like actually yeah, like, like the game yeah. match. Yeah, I'm using player ratings, which like aren't always reliable. As far as outfield players go, Malo Gusto had the highest rating of any Chelsea Yeah, he was great. In a 0-0 tie with Bournemouth. I also think it changes the system if you put Reese James in there. And I think they're going to be more exposed at the back if you play Reese James. I actually don't think it works right now. Okay. I actually, I like Malo Gusto more at the moment. Especially if you oh, play Mike, Gallagher Mike, in that Mike, spot. Crap, you guys are agreeing Remember when he screamed at me? That Especially was crazy. Especially if you're playing Gallagher there, Gallagher's not coming back. So if Reese James go forward, Gallagher, you got to keep him staying up. Yeah, because he's gonna work with Sterling there. So that's why time. I guess if you bring in Cuckoo on, then you can bring Reese James on because then you have a player you can fit back there. Then you have to swap Gallagher on the left. Oh my God! Yeah, that's complicated. You just solve the problem, man. Next All right. man, uh, Wesley Fofana. No. All right. Well, I don't know. I like Fofana. He, I, yeah, but I, I, I think I think I think Desasi is at least at the same level. Oh uh, yeah. I think Caldwell could be. I don't think Fofana is that much better than anyone of their center backs that they have that are healthy. I like Fofana. I think you but play yeah. Caldwell and uh, DeSassia center backs. You, you, sorry, Thiago Silva. Yeah, but I still don't think that makes a big difference. I don't think Fofana's a game changer. No, but I think if you're working this project and you're young, and basically my point about Poch is that, like, new team, everybody's trying to vibe, everybody's trying to figure something out. This old guy on the field, man, like... I under, I, I agree with that, but he's also a leader, those are that's the part he's, that he's I been quality for so long. Yeah. Feel like that's his importance. Yeah, yeah, and I get even in other sports, you still want to bring in veterans when you have a young team so you can learn yeah. stuff. Yeah. Off. Oh yeah, okay. I'm there. Uh, Carney Chukwemeka. Uh, very good young player. Actually, did Great. make a difference there, like when coming on near the start of the year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think once again, I don't think he's that much quality above that. It's like no. oh, he's clearly yeah, someone no. they're missing to get results. Okay. Uh, Trevo. Chaloba. No, yeah. he was rumored right. to leave. I kind of figured. All right, Benoit Badiashili. Shile. <laughs> no, you're killing that. these names. These are really good. I butcher that uh, one. No, he was yeah. honestly their Desasi signing before they signed Desasi. He's been okay. okay. I think Desasi's better. All right, Moises Casado. Uh, has not worked under Pochettino. He's Pochita been a disaster. He's injured. Yeah, but he like been still. a disaster. But yeah. still, he like honestly, he should be a difference maker. He should be. He should be. Yeah, yeah he should. Most but, expensive player in the history of the league. Do Which, something, yeah. bud. 
My theory. <laughs> that was, that was Canadian. <laughs> Do something, bud. Uh, tell, uh, tell me, Romeo Lavia. Yeah, Romeo Lavia. Jeez, oh, no, that one, that one. That one. That dude is regretting his life, man. Yeah, but I actually yeah, think that one could ha, make a difference. Ha, ha, ha. He, in their in their games, he looks like like he fills the spots that have looked like struggles for them. I will say that one. Has he played? Slight... No. No, he's injured. Um, my well, theory, by the way. When he's... Oh, he, when, when, when he is yeah, healthy okay, as okay. a footballer, you can see him filling that. Yes, okay. like I think where. Yeah, no, I feel Gallagher like you play. Yeah, you Butchupu, play. For example, haven't had the fill like been able to fill in. I think he's that's you put, strong spot. You put Casado in Lavia in replace of Ugochukwu. Cannot say his name. Ugochukwu. Ugochukwu and Gallagher. And then you have a defensive here. Then you can put Reese James in, and then that would work. I think yeah, I think they're still missing their healthiest lineup, but I don't think it's something that, especially with a form that like Casado's in, for example. I think it's stuff that comes down to Poch still. I, I think, think he's not doing a good enough job of putting something for them. Once Casado, Lavia, Reese James are back, you can play Ben Chilwell on the, on the left wing back too. Then you have those guys going forward and you have people defending back. The issue is you have Mudrick who sucks. Let's be honest, Chelsea. It's not working. It's not going to work. It's over. Yeah. Nicholas Jackson who can't find, the, can't find the net. He just kicks it wide every single time. <laughs> and then you have one of the worst goalies in the league. Absolute disaster. You think Robert Sanchez is one of the worst goalies? Oh, dude. He's terrible. I don't know. The worst, worst in the, the league. league feels like that seems a little intense. one of the worst in the league. I'd say like bottom half, like mid table club kind of vibe. Mid table. Well, like he, I can name you a, a lot disaster. of keepers. He's better than name one. Uh, whoever Luton's is. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> uh, whoever. Oh, uh, uh, Wes Fodderingham, uh, Sheffield United's keeper. Uh, <laughs> okay. He's better than Matt Turner. I uh, whoa whoa whoa. No, Matt Turner sucks. No, I've been on that way for so long. Matt Turner's good. Oh, he is garbage. I like Matt Turner. He's horrible. Good um, keeper, good guy. I, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just think he's terrible. I think you have to address that. But the problem is, you've already spent all of this money. Where are you going to play these guys? I don't know. Yeah, there's only like three more injuries. Um, one was Mark Kukurea. I think we're kind of out on him <laughs> already. Gone. I think that's that's Who over cares? with. Gone. So, Who cares? Yeah. Exactly. Like I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're like that far wide of the mark with their starting eleven that it's excusable to be like, oh. Poch doesn't have an option. He doesn't have any help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, your help was spending a billion dollars in the last two years. Genius. You signed up for this job after taking a year and a half off because you went, holy hell, this team put out a lot of money and this seems like a gold mine for me. Yeah. yeah work with it. No. All right. That's fair. That's like, fair. It, you sold me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, but like, I don't know. I don't think I. There's, there's too much. There's too much issues. If they were winning some games, like if they're in 14th right now, if they were in ninth, I'd be like, you know what? Fair enough. Find Caicedo some form. Yeah. Get Lavia back. You got something cooking. Good. Yeah. You are in 14th at one, two, and two. Yeah. After spending one, two, two hundred billion dollars. Nice. I don't know if that made sense. But I tried something. The hundred part. Uh, no, you're good. Shut up. I tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I think they're inexcusable. Uh. I think Man United is slightly excusable. Um, you guys have any thoughts on Newcastle? Is kind of the, they're the three back-to-back teams that are weirdly mid-table. Um, we have. I think they'll get there? it together. They uh, feel like they've had like a decently kind of tough schedule. Um, Lost to Brighton was tough, but that Brighton, was a Evan Ferguson they, they hat trick City. that went wild. So. Who did they face most recently? Uh, they lost to Liverpool, lost to Man City, lost to Brighton. Right. So those are not similar easy vibes to Man United. <laughs> yeah, like those are not easy matchups, and they, I'm pretty sure I saw, if I'm remembering correctly, they have an easier schedule in their next like three to four games. I think they'll come back and 
Yeah. Yeah, they play yeah. Milan the in the that. Champions League, but then they play Sheffield United, uh, Burnley, West Ham, and then Crystal Palace. No, I'm I'm not worried about them. No. I don't expect them at this rate to stay Champions League, but can I say the Europa is, League spots? It is hilarious open. looking at a Newcastle schedule and seeing just randomly thrown into their prem games PSG, yes. Dortmund, <laughs> and AC Milan. It's so funny to just see them in like <laughs> random games like back to back. It looks like like a super league was formed. And, like crazy. I, th- I think it sucks for a team that thought they were competing that we're talking to them like, oh yeah, that was a tough break in their schedule. Yeah, that's actually that's a fair point. Yeah. I, th- I think uh, they, sh- they should be in those games. I yeah. will, st- but I I will say, I th- I think I've I'm I think I'm going against things I've said in past podcasts, which I think is probably going to be a common. That's what podcasts are about, bro. Um, I'm not entirely sold that Eddie Howe is the guy for the job anymore. Really? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Okay. I I think I he's a am, good manager. I think he's still learning way more than I thought. He I thought he knew a lot more. I thought he was far advanced more in his manager. It's like when we were talking about when they played Liverpool. I thought he was unmanaged. I they clearly could should put that team away. I just think, like the best club he's um, managed before this was Bournemouth. I think that's kind of showing. I think he's new to this top table idea, like consistent top table. I'm wondering how the Champions League is going to go. I think he's kind of taking his little like baby steps right now, and I think it's sort of showing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they might have had too much success a little too fast. I think yeah. so too. But now they're bringing in like these big boys too. Part of me actually thinks that he was better off just like with his like very English, yeah, like Premier League squads. Now they're like introducing Tenali and they're introducing a, a Botman. I love Tenali, like, by the Isox way. and those kind of love guys. Love him, man. Such a good player. Tenali's phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, yeah which, man. I knew that was a great purchase for Newcastle. Which Amazing yeah, but, but part of me thinks maybe with like how good these guys are, like you should be progressing a little faster. I think the only I don't think. Tonali played. Tonali didn't play. How many games has Tonali played? You know what? Let's see. Let's see how they are though in the Champions League. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think that's something to wait for. I think we're a little disappointed in their first start, but our biggest question mark at the beginning of the season was how are they going to compete in all of these competitions? Yeah. And I think that's going to be the biggest, uh, the biggest show and tell there for, for that team. I think Milan should have got more money for Tonali. Just side note. Oh yeah, way 60 more. Sixty mil or something like well, that. that way was, more. The Especially after that. the midfielder like market exactly. exploded. Exactly. The reason behind that was that's like, a deal, brother. Leaving and stuff though. Like yeah, Maldini but, being let go by Milan pissed off Tonali, and Tonali said, "I don't want." No, Tonali did not want to leave. Well, I think they kind of were forced to because. Well, I'm well sorry, no, no, sorry. Management forced. Actually, him. yeah, no, that was my bad. Maldini left, and then I don't think they cared to hold on to Tonali. That's exactly it. Which was very weird. Very it seemed weird. like they were doing a weird clear out. He and was. He was a victim of it. He was very sad. Yeah. Um, sorry, I mixed that up. I, yeah. I got that in my head. <laughs> well, multiple players only signed because of Maldini. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, for example, Layout, uh, Magic Mike. Yeah, we won't talk about Serie A, but Rafael Layout looks very left alone in that AC Milan. So yeah, man. Oh, T- Taylor Hernandez, they all, they all stay with the team because of Maldini. So anyways, that's another topic for another time. But yeah. Um, is awesome. I don't know. As far as... As far as everything else other than that, I feel like the bottom is expected. I think it's actually like almost – it's very close to what most of us had apart from Burnley, but they've had a hard start to their schedule. Um, I don't know. Do you guys – like is Man City still your favorite to win the title at the end of the year? They weren't my uh, original favorite, but I think they are now, yeah. They're your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a great fight though. Do you think between it'll be a two-man Spurs fight? And, uh, between Spurs. Spurs and City. City. 
What? Do you think it'll be a two dog fight though, or do you think there'll be more? No, 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 no. hell no. no. I, I think like it's exactly big, what big I said fight? before. It's going to be like the 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 tightest fight we've had. I think Man City might win, start like I, separating yeah. themselves from the pack a little earlier than we thought. But no, I'm. I just need to see. I'm fully if, on board. Once for this. I see City lose a game, I'll be like, oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be <laughs> crazy sounds, though, man. They might not. No, that's fair. I know that sounds like really hater of me, but like I no, need to see that true. that team can lose. Even as a fan, like, oh, cool. I'm like, cool. it's not a like. I don't think anyone's contending with them until City lose one game. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, this is like um. Well, let's talk about Liverpool. Um, what do you guys think? Undefeated, baby. Uh, Sobislai looks unreal. Like I, I, I gotta say, Jordan Henderson. In the when they won the Premier League, unplayable. Probably one of the best midfielders. Was probably the best midfielder in the league that season. The past two years, watching that guy suck so bad, and have him replaced with like the second coming of Steven Gerrard. This guy is so freaking good at soccer, dude. dude. It is crazy. I I am like mind blown at Saba's lie, and he never stops. I it's like. Oh my God! The little engine out there, dude. Actually, I brother, little. He's an engine, dude. He's so good. I don't yeah. mean to. I don't mean to take the topic off of him for a second, but I've been meaning to ask you this, and I wanted to before I forget. What do you think of that young Kwanza guy? Uh, yeah, he's young. You can tell. Like, do you he, like him? As far as like uh, yeah, a center back for the season fine. goes, or do you think he's kind of like in and out? Well, he's, he's not going to start once we get Kanat or uh, once Kanate is fully healthy. I know he played a little bit, and but do you think do you think he could battle for that spot though? Over, Kanata? I hope so. It's always what you want. I think so. He's tall. He made a little mistake <laughs> in the Wolves he game. So, like, hopefully. He's tough. <laughs> no, he's good. Yeah, that's um, well works out, man. Cheer for the kid, you know? Hey, no, I'm, I'm cheering for the kid. He's fine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I hope he does well. I don't actually... The I, I weirdly... I see less holes in this Liverpool squad than I saw at the start of the year, which is a good thing. 100%. Okay, well, well let me tell you here. Okay, tell me. Give Let's me the inside it. scoop. You guys watch this game? I did not. Okay, so the first half. Absolutely getting demolished by Wolves, by the way. Wolves are kicking their butt. They take an early Hard lead. Hard thing to admit, I'm sure. I, it was funny. I'm in a group chat with my cousin and my dad. We were, watching, we were watching this game. And then my, I think my, one of my cousins or, or my cousin and my dad, they say like, uh, oh, they're talking about the, the back four. And they're like, oh, what a, wonder how that's going to be. And then they score and they're like, oh, well, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was like, oh, my God, we're getting absolutely dominated. McAllister is playing like the worst football I think I've seen from a player this season. Or this year, a Liverpool, Liverpool. I've seen a lot worse football. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Klopp goes on, and a lot of people are saying it's the subs, which I think the subs were a massive part of this. Klopp just readjusts everything. He puts Robertson to go forward. He has Jones and Jones in. Uh, who do you sub him on for? Uh, the, what's his name? Oh, Sabas. <laughs> we're just talking about Sabas. Like come back. Uh, the wings go forward a bit. And then it completely puts everybody on the out. And then you're just like, oh, that just changed the game. They dominated the midfield after that. Then he subs on Diaz and Nunez. And at that point, Wolves are completely like tired and it's just chaos. And you can you can obviously see the winning of the game. The team is not even like clicking yet. Yeah. And I am so excited to see exactly what happens. The fact that this team is like, there's so many issues. Things aren't necessarily clicking as, as much as you want them to, and they've they've won almost every game. They just tied the first one. My God, man! Once that team clicks, and it's, it's going to be insane. Gravenbeck hasn't even played his first game yet, right? He, he came on for like twenty seconds. Right. Okay. Well, that's exciting too. I I, I was like blown away. Yeah. Um, 
And it uh, like the whole first half, I was like, oh, not again, man. Like this is going to happen again. Yeah. And then he just makes these these small adjustments, and you have the depth on the bench now. Like, oh, I'm excited, man. I'm just so excited. And Saba's lies. Like, I, I loved Diaz uh, two years ago. I know that he was injured all last year, but like when we when we made the Champions League final, I was like, wow, I can't believe we just replaced Mane like that. Sabazlaya is like the impact right away. I, I am yeah. freaking mind blown. People really love McAllister for some reason. Uh, and I, I really like McAllister, and I think that that price tag, that's insane. But like Sabazlaya, my God, man. He's already like team of the season for me. Like, You've watched more than I have, though. Do you think McAllister is fine in that system still? But we keep playing him as a six. I know. He's not a six. He should you, not be playing like, six. Do you think he... Well, I, think, I mean... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, my bad, my bad. Um, do you think the signing of Gravenberch, do you think he could be moved in and McAllister could fall into a... Well, that's exactly like my question. ...rotation was. idea? Yeah, no. The, the whole midfield is going to be in and out. Yeah. I think Sabasai is the only, like, staple right now. Yeah. You cannot, I, I you cannot take him out of the game. I really want to see more Endo. Like, he is, like, a solid six, man. He's he's great. Ryan called it. You called it, It's almost like I said something. I really want to see him. He's oh, my like God. He likes da- him. Dangerous no, player. Him. Tackles people, man. He's, like, always – he's such a defensive-minded guy, too. Like, he, he, I think he's such a great player. I really want to see more of him. Tap put his smile on I, I'm, face. I hope they play Gravenberg in this uh, Lance what, – what's this team called? Uh, Lask. <laughs> Lask. L-A-S-K, I believe. Jeez. Hey, don't, don't uh, hate on them. They're just a I poor hope they play that team. My God. And the fact that Salah is, like, the greatest – playmaker in the league right now is just like come on uh, so i did a podcast with tsn's aaron karolnik um on wednesday yeah uh and we were giving our best bets and by the way if anybody listened to that we went six for six one of my bets was uh nice. one of my bets was a salad assist in this game and he almost got three <laughs> that's pretty solid i was saying it i was calling this now he looks incredible allison uh, and it's, is there even a debate now and uh, maybe you guys are on onana I know Trent didn't play this game, but the fact that the past two games before then he uh, it was clearly the best right back in the league. I know you guys probably say a guy he's only played one game, but uh, I mean uh, I, th- uh, I think he he's so funny. he pretty he's much established jokester. himself as the best right back right now. I, I I mean a lot of things are clicking. the The use of Andy Robertson lately, I don't know. Klopp's like a genius sometimes, man. It's nuts. I've just always thought Andy Robertson is class, and he's oh yeah, he's, no, he's a great player. He, proves, he proves versatility 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 on the international scene. I think it's been. Yeah, I mean, cooking with Liverpool, and I think now it's kind of at full exposure. No, I think, I think you guys are very legit. I just need to see the more yeah, we're, solid we're not we're not there yet. Yeah, clicking idea, like you mentioned. Yeah, we're just not there yet, and oh. I think once we will be, it's, it's that's you that's put when a fight smile on my that's... face with your endo comment, though. I dude, I say. I'm I'm excited for him. Can I you, think he's phenomenal. Can you look into the microphone real quick and say, "So far, I was wrong <laughs> about endo." Yeah. So far, I was wrong. Yes, <laughs> yes. Let's no, go. I think I'm uh, higher on Liverpool now than I was at the start of the season. Yeah, definitely. I, like I'm, I'm, I'm up there. Probably higher than I am on United now. Like, yeah, I think everybody's yeah. pretty low on pretty United fair. right now. Yeah, I think that Liverpool. I mean, I think it goes by the standings. I think Liverpool are the team that I'm third highest on right now. Yeah, I think there's reason. That's I fair. I'm highest on City just naturally. That they, they are the. Um, who's the guy from the Rocky movie, the Russian that's like the big guy that Rocky has to take down? Oh, like Draco? If, if he dies, he dies, that guy? Yeah. I don't remember. Malfoy. Not Draco Malfoy. <laughs> his name is just Draco, I think. I don't remember. I don't know. But Man City right now is the, the Draco, and someone needs to be Rocky for me to really t- take advantage. Drago. 
Drago. There it is. Oh, I probably Ivan Drago. I probably should have known that reference before I mentioned it. Um, Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, that big boxing man, Draco Malfoy. Rocky Potter. I'm going <laughs> to okay. beat up. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I think someone needs to be Rocky for me to be entirely sold that Man City can be taken down. Yeah, um, no, no. I, I would say I, like it's I'm, all going to come down. First, I think it's that City Arsenal game. Yeah, which I think I, City should handle. City should handle, and then I think it's going to go like, can City compete with the top four teams? Do you think they're might, going to take care of everybody below them? This might be a. I don't know what your responses will be to this question. Do you think City is a team that in the next couple years could have their chance at like an invincible season? Yeah, yeah, I think this is probably the team. I, I'm surprised the they've chance. allowed three goals. By the way, I said I didn't even I didn't think they would even allow seven this season. But like, yeah. do you think this is their best team to possibly? It's their best them? defense. So yeah, probably for an invincibles. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, would, yeah, no, yeah. With with all their purchases, this uh, transfer window. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, this season I do. would be incredible to do it too without De Bruyne for like most yeah. of it. Or and there's no like, yeah. there's no uh, solid second place team, which I think is the rest of the season? Yeah, like two to three basically. months. So basically, oh. yeah. Well, no, that's not what until winter break is done. Yeah, but they're not gonna throw him right back in. He's no, gonna, yeah, he's gonna, gonna ease yeah. into it, and he'll probably be back a bit by the end. I do agree. I think this is the season that they could do it. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 percent there. Yeah, I was gonna kind of make that point. That, which is a very scary point to make, only five games into a season. But they're just – They look – There's too much quality. They're just so polished. Yeah, they're, the, they're back. The is system it, the is so is polished. Back. Well, yeah. and even, even like these teams like Tottenham that have like really built themselves a system, they just don't have the rotation ability and the quality to, in my opinion, put up like the fight that Man City can. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about who can fight City for the title, but then also can City go undefeated all season? <laughs> well, yeah, but that's also a reason why I think they could go undefeated all season because there is really no second-place team that we think is really no. competing with them. No. and which, is, mean, which has been a thing for City, like the City-Liverpool battle that whole time. It's like, well, one of them is going to get the best of the other eventually. Just out of sheer interest. And this is, you don't know. Main yeah. City could, could tie all those games where it's important. Oh, their last game of the season is West Ham. Let me set the scene. 90th minute. 1-1 Man City versus West Ham. The guy that they wanted. 93rd Paqueta. minute. Wrong. <laughs> 93rd minute. Uh, who's name a center back on Man City? Uh, Guardiol. Guardiol with a tackle outside the box approximately 24 yards out from the goal. Upsteps. James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> Who scored minute. against them, by the way? <laughs> he did minute score. 94th minute on the clock. Invincible seasons. The, the the Man City is uh wait they've already won 30, the Premier League handedly thirty one six and oh they have absolutely dominated the entire league don't you dare upsets James Ward Prowse don't you dare. top left corner nails it into the corner he goes <laughs> golf swing into the crown invincible <laughs> season is over <laughs> or just for you that would be nice that would be very funny nice no actually I almost cried on the weekend. When he scored against them? Yeah. No, I got Oh when Southampton Let's get emotional off. for a second. No, no, I was crying for a different reason. Um James Ward-Prowse scored against City, and uh, on his run to the corner, he he put up uh, his arms in an X shape to represent hammers. Uh, that made me want to cry. Yeah, that almost it almost brought a tear out of my eye because it's tough. He's he's a saint. Yeah, he's he's not a hammer, but now he is. Who do you hate uh, singing that song again? There's another club that sings "Oh, and the Saints." I think it was the Spurs actually. Come on, yeah. man. I was like, I won the Spurs. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. But I love you. I love your season so far. Yeah, great, se- great season so far, yeah. I'd love yeah. to talk to you and just get a pint or something. I don't know. Love that guy. 
Dude, he'd be great to get a beer with. James Barbaras? No, Pasta Coglu. Oh. Oh, yeah. Would he? Yes. Why not? Dude, he's Australian. He's Australian. He's, he gives the best team talks ever. True. You know, for a fact, if uh, you're having a few beers, he's going to get some wisdom coming out of him. Wait. Get him to pause. talk to you before, yeah, uh, before an interview or something. Yeah, no. I Best, hmm, wait. I mean, we're we're pretty far into this podcast. Uh, I think our our last thing should be uh, best manager in the prem to get a beer with. Oh, that's a good question. That's a great Ooh. question. I I'd say Klopp because he's German, and he already <laughs> there's so many videos of him getting beers with people. So, I mean, I'm there. But like, for a fun wise, like who'd you have the most fun with? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. Big Ainge is my, it's my choice. Hey, any Irish guys? Oh, actually, no. I have a, I have a weird, I have, I have one that's locked and loaded, but you're gonna disagree with. But I think would be go throw it, throw it. Uh, you're gonna hate it. Sean Dyche. <laughs> oh, oh no, I love Sean that. Let's bro, go. that's an easy yes. decision, bro. Not even thinking oh, about that. That would that's be the greatest easy. beer of my life. Yeah, yeah. That is out so there, out there. Yeah, oh, there's good. I'm so bro. glad you agree. That would be the greatest beer. That's so good, Oh, I man. love that, man. I totally forgot about it. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> because of how horrible they're doing, that would be the best of all time. I don't oh, even think I awesome. would drink my beer. I think I'd be laughing and just so involved. I'd be like, yeah, bring out another one. I don't care. Just leave that one there. Dude, he'd be like six deep talking me through all of Brexit ball. Oh, it's the best, Oh, my man. God. Unfortunately, he is going down to the championship with Everton, <laughs> but I would not mention that in the conversation with him. Yeah, he wins. Um, I yeah, didn't realize how only one answer for that is. Easily. How long is this podcast? Been? Like an hour 20. Oh, okay. okay. I feel just, like it's been like two hours. We haven't oh. done this in so long. Yeah, seriously. No, no, we're, just, we're just talking. Wow, we should do more fun games like that. I'm going to come up with scenarios for fun. <laughs> Those guys. are good. Who would you rather have a beer with? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you had a daughter. Who from each team could date them? <laughs> Is that I don't want to play that one. So what? Come on, Diggs. Why? Why? That's fine. Just pick the most. Like, I'd pick Endo for Liverpool. I would. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to set it. <laughs> Sounded right, right? I don't know. <laughs> Who would you pick on Liverpool? <laughs> to, to date my daughter? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have a daughter. I don't control what she does with oh, that's her. That's a horrible answer. What are your Wild dogs? P- date? <laughs> who, who would you let pet <laughs> sit your dogs? <laughs> what? Kurt what? Zuma. Whoa. Oh, yeah. All right. That's going to get the podcast outro going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's going to wrap for today's episode. Oh, wait, actually. What do you guys want to? Like, what What else no, is there to talk wait, about? I, I do. Well, go, 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 okay, go. go the Kurt Zuma thing. Uh, did, you guys, did you guys see the crowd chant when he got injured this season? That's how your cat feels. That's how your cat feels. That's how your cat feels. That was, that was brilliant. Oh, uh, that's I love so good. Cat this cat is why I love European I love English fans, supporters bro. so much. Yeah, it's so good, man. Uh, Wait, so you don't like the it. Americans? Go birds. <laughs> Fight. So boring. Fight. Like Fight those birds. Fight and win. <laughs> 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 Did you ever see that guy? Yeah. He's the funniest looking oh couch potato God. dude of all so time. so boring. Uh, I want European chance, man. And then they, and they reply to him, though, and they jam back fighting you win. And he just stands there awkwardly for like 10 seconds. He's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Fight and win. <laughs> Sounds like Voldemort or something. That's it's horrible. That's like an absolute disaster. <laughs> okay. I think we're losing our minds now. Um, disaster. All right. Yeah, you know, I'm going to come up with a scenario each week for a question that is absolutely nonsensical to football. Um, if you guys want to, 
Actually, I guess I should leave this for your intro. If you guys want to suggest things we should talk about, such as little fun scenarios, you can just go to our Twitter over at the Kickaboo. It's a good idea. Yeah, actually, that'd be really good. If you're listening right now and you have Twitter, just do it. Yeah. I don't even yeah. care. You can make a burner account if you don't want us to know your name. I like that. Some Kevin Durant stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't, my, I, my couldn't, personal I, I couldn't come up with it. I like Kevin Durant. I don't know. Has a footballer ever made a Twitter fake? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I feel I can't like there is. There must be. There's yeah, definitely some scandals. Somebody's been caught. There's too many football players. Just like yeah. Mikhail Mudrik. He's like, hey, guys, Mudrik has been really good this season. How's he? <laughs> I, no, there's definitely a footballer. I'm blanking on it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> Wind it up. Tie it up like a shoelace. What's a, like? Is, is Mudrik ever going to do well? I don't know, man. I hope so. Yeah. He has good pace. All right. He's like a sprinter. He's a sprinter. I just put nine girls in a sprinter. I shouldn't have done that. Sorry. I was going to wrap the, today's <laughs> episode there at the kick a boot. We hope okay. you've enjoyed our passionate discussions about the world of soccer. And beers. A big thank you to us, as always. Oh. Mike Jose Collins, Ryan underscore. No, Ryan Galati 6. What? Nope. No, Ryan underscore Galati 6. Nope. Ryan. What is it? Ryan Galati. No, Jake Schultz 6. That guy's not even on this. Ryan Galati 1. Yeah! Ryan Galati 1. Oh my God, he's my friend. And uh, Raptors Vision over there. That's horrible. Follow our ex. Everyone uh, wish ex him post. a happy Chilean Independence Day. Oh, yeah, uh, today is Chilean Independence Day. Happy Chilean Independence Day uh, to all those in Chile. Um, and not. <laughs> please stop oh, yeah. landlocking my motherland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Um, side note, Kate Abdo gets Pep Guardiola to accidentally admit he has Twitter burner account. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that. No, that one was big. That was funny. Big Pep. Yeah. Ah, good for him. What would he even say on it, though? I, I think he's probably just looking at stuff. I feel like he's, he's a troll. I, feel like he's I don't a think he's actually posting. You think he's trolling? I could see him roasting players, dude. Jack Grealish like, should start. <laughs> Jack Grealish is great. Grabs his phone. <laughs> dude, Jack. Mikel Arteta is such a wannabe pep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't okay. forget to subscribe to this podcast. Uh, follow our Twitters, all our, our exes, and our ex po- Don't follow our ex-girlfriends. Follow our <laughs> ex-posts. You can follow mine if you want. If you can find her, that'd be really impressive. What was your name again? Nah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you to everybody who's listening, especially the man who was in control of Eli on Sunday. Uh, so until next time, keep the soccer spirits alive, cheer for your favorite teams, and stay tuned for more thrilling episodes of The Kickaboot. <laughs>